Welcome to Living Box Free. Our mission is to help you break out of the box of worldly expectations. We're here to help you find your unique journey to a healthy, fulfilled life. Hey guys, here we are, Living Box Free Podcast. I'm Ashleen Seitz. And I'm Becky Ford. And we here at Living Box Free at On The Rise, we are all about letting our listeners get a sneak peek into what is actually going on in our lives, how we're feeling, how we're doing mentally, emotionally, all of that. And some of those are normal struggles. Some of those are specific things to us. So today we're going to talk about some of both with yeah. Becky, because it's some normal things that you're experiencing as a pregnant woman, and then some things that are unique to you. And I'm excited to dive into it. But before we do that, what's on the rise for you today, Becky, or this week? What is on the rise for me this week is colorful toenails. <laughs> so I, <Okay. laughs> I have like this list of certain things I want to do, which when everyone hears this, I will probably already have a child. Mm-hmm. However, this time, uh, we've, we are, gosh, what, four days away from being yeah. induced. Yep. And I have this list of like, okay, here's how I want to pamper myself mm. because after this date, I am probably <laughs> not going to have time. Hygiene's going to go out the window. Like <laughs> those to- toenails going to be ratchet. So, yeah. <laughs> so I went ahead and for the first time, and yes, fortunately I can still touch my toes and paint my toenails. Yeah. So it's not like my my stomach's too big. Yeah. And so, yeah, I painted my toenails. So it feels super girly and I have an excuse to wear sandals to the hospital, Excellent. which are practically like slippers. So yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So colorful toenails. Okay. All right. What? All right. What's on the rise for you this week? Uh, I just started, so I read a lot, but I tend to go in spurts. So between January and the first, or like second week of June, I read 32 books and then I haven't, Impressive. I've only finished one since then. And it's been what, two months or something. Oh. So I just, in order to get myself back into reading, I started rereading a series that I loved in high school, which is called Eric. Well, actually the series I think is called Inheritance, but the first book is called Aragon and it's about dragons and elves and dwarves. It's kind of similar to Lord of the Rings, but totally different storyline and yeah, really enjoying it. I'm remembering how much I loved it. Some people may think, oh, was that a movie? They made a movie. It was terrible. Do not watch it. (laughs) So bad. Read the book. Read the book. Is Aragon a character? Yes. Okay. So it's not like a place. It is not a place. And is it a dragon? It is not a dragon. It's the main character. He's a human. He's a human with a dragon name. Yes. I love it. Well, he has Aragon. a dragon, but the dragon's not named. Oh, uh, okay. It all makes sense now. Sure. He has a dragon. I, yeah. That's why his name's Aragon. I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Moving on. Here <laughs> we go. What are we going to talk about today, Becky? Uh, we are going to talk about this chick being Pragers, mm-hmm. which my dad didn't know that what that word meant. What? Yeah. I was like, oh, he how, couldn't figure how it out from you? context clues. 70. Okay. You are 70, <laughs> but no, he didn't know what Pragers meant. I was like, it means I'm pregnant, dad. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what you call pregnant lady. It's not. Well, some people well, do. Well, some people do. I do. Specifically you. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> so we're going to talk about, and, and uh, I will say this, this is a question you get a lot when you're pregnant is how is it going? And so we're just going to open up and talk about my experience being pregnant, which is probably very different than a lot of women. And if there's one thing I've learned is all women have had very different pregnancy journeys, some more similar than others. So today I'll give a little bit of background on my, what's the right word? Hmm. My journey, I guess, with 
mentally, like where I've been in the past with thinking about family and relationship, my body, that type of stuff to where it is now. But then we'll also dive into some, some key pieces here. So some funny stuff. What has my pregnancy journey been like compared to most ladies? Uh, hardest part of pregnancy and greatest lessons learned. Yeah. So those are a couple of categories. I will say I, I am a couple, couple quick thoughts. I'm probably your worst nightmare when it comes to a pregnant lady. <laughs> and, and, and here's why. And if you are, whether male or female, you've learned, you don't ever ask someone if they're pregnant. Unless, but people still do. Unless you're 100% people sure. People do it, even though they're not 100% sure. Anyway, yes. Well, this is you a good not. life lesson. You should not. That's you should the answer. Not. Yeah, okay. And, and I am probably people's worst nightmare because <laughs> my stomach is, it does not look like I'm about to explode. Right. But I still feel like it looks abnormal. It's like... <laughs> burritos very high right. in my stomach, like okay. a dozen of them. I don't know if I agree with that, but okay. <laughs> so like literally as we jump into, uh, some of the things that I have not experienced that a lot of women have, I've had women message me be like, Oh, isn't it just so annoying when people ask, when, when are you going to burst? And I'm like, no, like no one's asked me that. And <laughs> I feel like I'm that person that people are like, is she pregnant? Is she? Is she not? Don't say anything. Don't ask. Don't make a fool of yourself. So anyway, life lesson number one. The waitress at the restaurant on Saturday brought you coffee, and I almost wanted to be, (laughs) I really wanted to be like, can't you see she's pregnant? She can't drink that. Oh my gosh. And just be totally obnoxious about it, you know? You should have. That would have been fun. (laughs) She would not have enjoyed that. She seemed overwhelmed as it was. was. I did not need to make her day worse. Yes. Okay, let's start with a little bit of background. This is, as we, as Ash said, like full transparency, us being vulnerable. I never thought or wanted to be pregnant. And I know that there are so many women out there that try and they, from a young age, they know they want to be a mother. That's a part of what they desire so badly. And, and there's people who struggle with getting pregnant and I'm sure they hate me for saying I never really wanted to be pregnant, but that's, that's the truth. I also will say I never thought I'd get married in college. I dated some guys. I think my longest relationship was like a month. And it was just to this point where I was like, I'm just going to be a career woman. I'm going to work really hard. I'm going to rise the ranks. I'm going to, I'm going to change the world. Watch out, Aristotle. I'm going to have some philosophy coming your way. Like I'm so, and this is the achiever in me that Enneagram three, but I thought I'm not getting married. Yeah. And then I met this dude named Tristan so plot twist, mm-hmm. I did get married, loved it, still love it. So mm-hmm. that's good. Great. <laughs> so, and, and that changed the trajectory of what I knew I wanted. And mm-hmm. one of my favorite quotes is sometimes you have to let go of the plans you've made for yourself in order to accept what's waiting for you. Yeah. Opening a CrossFit gym fits in, fits in that quote too. I never thought I'd open a CrossFit gym and it, oh my gosh, it was this planned I feel like we are destined to do this. I didn't know it, but you see that purpose when it's the right time. And so marriage marriage was like that for me. I would definitely be a very different person if I wasn't married. Probably still be eating trail mix every night for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so as, as we progressed in our relationship, Tristan and I, we both want to be a parents together. I would love to adopt, and I think adoption's awesome. And Tristan really would love to have his own genetics. And he, I remember when we, we talked about this, I think it was an anniversary dinner. 
he said it so sweet and I I will probably butcher it, but he's like, I love you so much. I want a piece of us together. And it was probably way sweeter than that in the moment. I was like, (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is so sweet. So we decided, yes. Okay. The, The deal was we will have one child of our own. And then if we want another one, maybe we get Becky's way and we adopt. <laughs> so that's how we got, that's how we got that's here. That's how we're here. That's got how it. we're here to okay. pra- Prager's Becky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I will say, as we talk about pregnancy, I, I went into pregnancy not wanting to be pregnant. So I probably have leaned more on the negative side of things, even though I've had an amazing pregnancy. <laughs> yeah. I was telling Ash the other night, I was up at three 30 in the morning because I couldn't sleep. Uh-huh. Cause my hormones were just keeping me wide awake. And I was like, gosh, pregnancy is like a sour patch kid. <laughs> like it's so sweet at first. Everyone's like, Oh, you're pregnant. You're glowing. And then the next moment you're up at three 30 in the morning with sciatica pain. <laughs> and it's just this sour experience. And you're like, why am I wide awake? And my hip hurts so <laughs> bad happening. <laughs> like this is yeah. not glowing. <laughs> I am not glowing right now. <laughs> so, so this, that gives you a little foreshadowing to the experience I will yeah. share here. Um, it is a sweet thing. However, it does change your body. Yeah. And not all those changes are fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's a list. And I thought this would be kind of funny. What most pregnant ladies experience that I have not necessarily. Yeah. I told Ash to add to this if she thinks of anything. Okay. And, and I, I will say maybe some of this is also the time we're living in a pandemic. Maybe that's caused me not to experience some of these things. One, the first one is strangers touching your stomach. Mm. I've had multiple people ask me like, Oh, don't you just hate it when strangers touch your stomach? No, no, no one's touched my stomach. Like, yeah, no, which I don't know. Again, I don't know if that's a combination of how you look or COVID. COVID? I don't know. Yeah. We don't touch people. It might be. Yeah. So no, no, no one's touched my stomach. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Tristan sometimes touches my stomach. I've always found that to be a really weird thing. One time I did touch my friend's stomach, like without asking. And I was like, what did I just do? And she was a friend of mine and I creeped myself out. Like how, what, what am I doing? That's crazy. So it's almost like an instinct sometimes. Yeah. Yep. Was that Hannah? No, actually it was a different friend, Hannah. Okay. Uh, I hadn't seen her in a long time and I didn't know she was pregnant. And so I saw her at, it was a coworker, like someone else who works for crew. And I saw her at a conference and like kind of jogged up to her and gave her a big hug, but she would like, she was very pregnant. And so yeah. I stepped back and I like t- put my hand on her stomach and I was like, there's something between us. Oh, it was a joke, you know, but it was like, wait, what am I doing? I'm touching her stomach. What have I done? Well, anyway, you, thanks for not touching my stomach. You're welcome. I think it would catch me off guard. I think it would be strange. It would be strange. I don't touch you very much in general. So <laughs> that seems I'm, odd. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Anyway, moving on. We're going to take a picture for social media this week with Ash touching my stomach. Mm. Do we have to? <laughs> I think <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if he likes you. He okay. kicks. All right. <laughs> okay. The next one that's very common I've heard, and this is an, another place where I hear a lot of this stuff. I've got these pregnancy apps uh-huh. and it's these group forums where women are just like post every day and it's reality TV of pregnant ladies. And I love reading it. Yeah. <laughs> it's my guilty pleasure. But <laughs> so often there's these women who are so annoyed because they're like, I'm 27 weeks and so-and-so asked me, oh my gosh, when are you going to pop tomorrow? Yeah. And, and that is also something I have not experienced. You no don't one, look ready. You don't no, look ready. It doesn't look like he's Mm-mm. baked enough. No. Uh, next one, heartburn. Mm, yeah. I literally have had people just assume. Yes. And they're like, how are you dealing with all this heartburn? Right. I haven't had any. Maybe my child's super bald because I know they, the well, rumor is here. Well, you also have a very 
Um, I guess I don't eat. You have a very specific diet too. Anyway, Mm -hmm. that might be. So that might change some of it. But that's not everyone. Not everyone has heartburn, but it is very common. Swelling Mm. is something else I have not experienced. Okay. Uh, I. Yeah, I went to the doctor the other day, and she was like, "Oh my gosh." Uh, she had a check to see if I was dilated. We're going to be real. So my feet mm-hmm. were up. Yep. <laughs> and she's like, you don't have any swelling. This is so amazing. I'm like, yeah. I, and I think maybe that's from working out and yeah. drinking water, like just flushing things out of your body. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Here's another one, not being able to work out or do physical feats. Tristan and I have talked a lot about this yeah. because there are certain days where I joke around and I'm like, oh, I can't, Tristan, I'm pregnant. <laughs> and he's like, bull, you just deadlifted 185 in a workout. You can get up and do that. Go make popcorn. <laughs> like, go make your own popcorn. <laughs> so so that's it's, it's become a joke between him yeah. and me. And I'm like, dang it, I really did not leverage the pregnancy card enough. <laughs> okay, effort. keep going. Uh, last one, intense cravings or really bad cravings. One of the group forums that I love reading, it's like every week, is... Oh, are you guys eating junk food while pregnant? Uh, yeah, most people are. Mm-hmm. However, and I guess Ash already mentioned this, like my diet has been pretty good. Uh, my cravings have gone in cycles and it's been cheese and crackers, oranges, and oranges was probably the longest. Today and you were craving a breakfast sandwich. Yes. Yeah. Yes. A breakfast sandwich that actually started last week. Okay. I was like, uh, I think it was Friday. I was like the Starbucks Reduce fat turkey bacon. I feel like sandwich. the level of cravings that you're describing are the level of cravings I have normally. As a normal human. <laughs> as a normal non-pregnant person. I was like this. I think the biggest thing is I just don't want, I don't feel like cooking. Yeah. It's, it's been very hard. And this weekend we did really good. Like we went to the grocery store. We're all stocked up. We cooked. I cooked a lot of turkey burgers, but it's just so hard. Yeah. I'd rather just work out than cook food. Mm-hmm. Is that weird? Mm, slightly. <laughs> I, I will say two things that I have experienced in pregnancy that have been side effects. One of those I mentioned sciatica pain. Mm-hmm. So like that just nerve from your upper, gosh, what is it? Piriformis muscle down, sure. down your right side, that like sounds right. down your IT band, just like shooting pain. Yes. So Ash is standing. I am sitting. And just one of those things I hope I've heard is just more pressure Mm-hmm. in your core and putting more pressure on nerves and it should go away. So I'm praying please that it goes away. Cause it's not fun. Yeah. And then the second one's insomnia and there's lots of articles about pregnant ladies getting closer to labor and having anxiety and that keeps them up. I feel like I'm just like wide awake. Yeah. I don't really feel like it's that much anxiety. I do have some fear about labor and delivery, but I feel like I'm just wide awake it's at night. Mostly, yeah. It's just your body. Yeah. Yeah just my body. So those are a couple things. Anything else? What most pregnant ladies experience that uh, you can think of? No, I think you, I think you covered most things. Yeah. So yeah. The, that's a little bit about my journey, how it's been similar or different. So overall I'd say I'm doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of those things I haven't, haven't experienced. We will jump into this next section, hardest parts of pregnancy for me personally. The, the first one, and I did just tell Ash about this before we started recording, the first one is selfishness. Uh, I definitely am someone who has like, I get a thrill from a to-do list and getting things done and scheduling and being organized and that, it, that achiever side of me. I want to spend so much time at the gym. Even when I first got pregnant, I was probably my fittest. I, my, 
I know what my last in body was, which is like a body composition and Mm -hmm. body fat percent. And it was really hard to be like, okay, you're going to, you're going to mess this up that you've worked hard for to bring life into the world, which is a great reason. But then, yeah, what else do I have to give up? You know, how much life will change? And I know I have not met like right now, it feels like there's an alien that's punching me in the spleen. <laughs> uh-huh. I haven't met him yet. Yeah. And and I told my little brother this. It's like, I, it's, I, I'm so focused. There's so many things I'm thinking about in a day. I don't feel like I'll have that like true, oh my gosh, overwhelming love until I meet him yeah. in person. Yeah. Like right now it's an alien in my stomach. And I know that will change things drastically, but I do have these moments, these, these pits of, of sadness like this Saturday, I'd only gotten four hours of sleep because I was just wide awake, had insomnia. And it was th- this last Saturday is my last Saturday to work out at the gym. And, it was, and it's partner workouts, which is like my favorite. And Tristan gave me a hug and I, I slept in the guest bedroom because I wanted to like be able to turn on the lights because I was so wide awake and mm-hmm. do things. And he's like, get things done, get sure. things done. <laughs> he's like, do you want to stay home from the gym today? And I'll just coach both classes. And I was like, no. <laughs> and I'm crying at this point. I'm like, no, this is my last Saturday. <laughs> I'm going to work out. And I was just so angry yeah. and emotional. Yeah. And Tristan left. <laughs> he just left. <laughs> he's like, just walk away. Just, um, yeah. And, and so that, that to me has been a very hard thing is I love I love my life as it is now. Yeah. I love where I work. I love getting time to podcast with you. I love getting to work out. I love getting to have time to do brunch with friends sometimes. And there's that just selfishness that you don't want to give up. Yeah. And, and I'm sure once again, once I meet this little dude, Aragon, that name's in the running now. (laughs) Once I meet this little dude, I'm sure that that will change drastically. But right now, I have this kind of sadness sometimes about what I might not get to do anymore. I mean, I think it will change. It will change how you feel about him, but I don't know that it will change how you feel about like things that you would rather be doing. At least that's what I'm told from most of my friends that are parents is that it does reveal so much of how selfish Mm -hmm. you are as a person. Like that's just part of it. You realize that you don't want to deal with these little brats. You don't want to deal with their problems. You don't want to have to, you know, not do your own thing. And so I think that will probably will continue based mm-hmm. on what I know. And it will just be how you feel about him that changes. Yeah. And I'm sure that, like, that's probably not helpful. It's probably actually no. more depressing. No, actually one of my friends, I don't know if she's listening to this. Her name's Sharita. She was out of all of my best friends, the first one to have kids. And she said, Becky, having kids teaches you how selfish you are. Yeah. And, and to me, I, I recognize that. And it's a matter of, also knowing this should help me grow as a person. Yeah, that makes sense. When the first conversation we had about you being pregnant, which is a whole other story, it was very entertaining. Um, <laughs> you, you kind of had this like grit your teeth, determined attitude going mm-hmm. already. And you'd only known for what, two weeks or something? I think it was only two weeks. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I'm going to be the fittest pregnant woman there ever was ever yes. of all time. <laughs> and I just remember being like, oh gosh, this could end really badly. <laughs> like, oh, I hope she has a good pregnancy or this is going to be real rough. And you have, yeah, you have, and you've stayed remarkably fit. But I, I had mo- a moment then of being like, oh crap, if something, you know, if you do, if you had had really terrible heartburn or just something mm-hmm. like 
or you ended up on bed rest. Like that yeah. could have been, that would have been quite the challenge. Yeah. You're like, get the bumpers ready for this bowling alley. <laughs> get the floaties out, <laughs> training wheels. I, d- I do remember that. And I remember you saying something like, I can't remember exactly what you said. It was something to the effect of like, just recognize you can't do everything that you once did and it's okay. Yeah. It was something to that, that direction of no, things. Yeah, I have no idea what I said. Yeah, which is crazy because I still have, I have my 2020 goals on my mirror and yeah. the first one is to be the fittest, most productive pregnant lady. Sure, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I actually feel, I mean, we're days away. I feel very happy with how my journey has yeah. gone with continuing to be able to work out and yeah. really work-wise, I feel like, the the steam engine kept going. So the other thing you said in that conversation, which surprised me was that you didn't, you were dreading people staring at your stomach. Yes. Yes. I cried about that. Yeah. Yes. Which is crazy because COVID zoom calls, no one sees my stomach anymore. I didn't want people, which this actually goes into probably my next point about unconscious bias. Mm -hmm. I didn't want people to see me, it sounds so weird, as a, this pregnant lady, I wanted them to listen to me like they normally would Okay. in a training yeah. and not be distracted. So you were concerned that they would think of you differently. Yeah, or be distracted. Be distracted. Yes, which literally weeks later or whenever, yeah. we shut down Everything and then all of down. our trainings have been on Zoom and most people didn't know I was yeah. pregnant. Well, this this probably plays, this next point for hardest struggles, I think plays into that why I was so upset about people staring at my stomach during trainings. And I didn't know this existed until a, one of my edge at work classes, which is this Butler university group that I'm in. And it, we talked about unconscious bias and they talked about different types. And one of them is called the maternal wall. Mm. And it's an unconscious bias where people feel like you're less competent or less committed because you are a mother that you are not going to be as committed or advanced as much in work because your kids, which kids should come first, but like basically saying you can't do both. Now, the crazy thing is I actually, yes, that is a fear of mine. And I didn't know what words to put to it. I didn't know there was an unconscious bias that was connected to that. And when I think about it, I'm like, I don't ever think there are so many guys I work with who are dads. And I don't ever think you're not as committed to work because you're a dad. I don't ever think that. Hmm. But there is this fear that as a female, being a mother, that people will think, oh, she, well, she's not going to advance anymore in the company because she's, she's now a mom. She's tied up at home. And, and that maybe is also where this emotion stemmed from, where I was like, I don't want people to look at my stomach when I'm doing trainings. And I want them to focus on me as a professional. Right. Uh, I'd say just one more thing that I'll say here for hardest struggles, and then we'll go into greatest lessons learned. Identity. I, I never thought I'd be pregnant. I never saw myself as a mother. And I still don't think that I will until once again, Aragon, <laughs> this tiny human comes out of me. I'm try- I'm testing it out, yeah. seeing how it feels. Yeah, uh-huh. I think it's getting more natural. It's <laughs> that et- the Etsy sign, it's going to come oh in any day. Gosh. I don't feel like I will identify as a mother until once again, I have a child. I see it, that, that bond. And it's, this going to sound so crazy. And it's probably like super, once again, I'm just being real. Early on, when we were telling people we were pregnant, one of our family members is from Tristan's side. They're like, oh, my gosh, how you doing, mama? And I I just, like, cringed. Yeah. I was like, oh, for some reason, I just hated hearing that. Like, that was, like, the first time I think I heard someone call me mama. And that goes back to that identity. I was like, 
it's once, and maybe it's this unconscious bias. I'm like, I, I am so much more. And, right. and I know it sounds so bad. A mom is a huge role, but I also don't want to give up who I am outside of that. And so once again, this identity, I, I definitely, I'm like going to be in an identity crisis. I'm going to be shifting, accepting what is Becky's identity being now a mother, which is a huge role in addition to a professional and a CrossFitter and a friend. So that's, that'll be another piece. And it's already something, it's something I recognize when that person, that family member who's so loving yeah. said, what's up mama or how you doing mama? And I was like, <laughs> like it just, I don't know. Don't it's so weird. Again. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah. Once again, I think it's cause I never pictured myself yeah. necessarily being a mom. Yes. Okay. Greatest lessons learned during pregnancy. This is our last chunk. Of course, all of our journeys in life, they teach us things. This is what I've learned so far at almost 39 weeks. <laughs> so much experience. Greatest I mean, lessons. You're almost to the maximum amount of pregnancy almost, experience. Almost. In one pregnancy. So <laughs> I think you can say yes. Yes. Uh, first thing is I've learned that empathy is one of the most powerful things for a pregnant lady. I am still capable of so many things. However, when I do have a bad night or when I do have a bad day, it feels really good just to tell someone about it and them feel for you and feel with you. And that's it. That's all I need. Yeah. I don't Tylenol PM. If that can't get me to sleep, you can't get me to sleep. Okay. <laughs> like I, I don't need you help. to yeah. fix it, Yeah, but it just feels good sometimes when you have those negative experiences to share them and have someone, what goes back to great friendships, have someone listen yeah. or get a hug. So for me, that has been the number one tool to help me overcome some of those roadblocks and, and once again, for anyone, if, I don't know if you're a spouse out there who has a pregnant significant other, sometimes it's, you do not need to fix it. It's just listening and empathizing. And that, that's what, that's what I've needed yeah. a lot of. I mean, you can ask, is there something I can do to help? But yeah. also mostly just listening. That makes total sense. The next one, capacity looks different. I know Ash mentioned this when I first told her that I was pregnant and uh, I was like, I want to be so productive. And I'm the <laughs> fittest lady, the fittest person anyone knows. Um, they'll be yeah. like, who dat pregnant chick? <laughs> uh, and, and she mentioned then like, okay, just give yourself grace. You probably can't do everything. And I still, I'm very happy with how much capacity I've still had. However, there have been days and Ash just experienced one a few days ago where I only got four hours of sleep and we were going to podcast and I was like, we can still do it. And I think she could tell that, you know, I don't think Becky it would, would, I don't think this would be, what's the right word? Enjoyable or it wasn't, it necessary. wasn't the, yeah, it wasn't necessary. That's to a good way to put it. There, there were, there are days when you just have to push through. Yes. When you haven't had enough sleep or you're not feeling great or whatever, but that was not a day that that needed to happen. Yeah. So, so she's experienced that some days, that capacity. I like that. It, it, it's not necessarily it's not a necessity to keep that capacity all the time. So giving yourself grace, being okay with that. So what do we do instead? We ate delicious food mm -hmm. and I took two naps that day. Sure did. Yep. So capacity for sleeping was high. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I would say is greatest lessons learned the spouse. When you are pregnant, there is so much focus on you as, as the pregnant lady, which makes sense. And what I've learned is, there's 
there's still a lot that spouse does that helps make that journey go smoothly. And it's been important for me going back five love languages, words of affirmation to recognize, I mean, Tristan's probably done more dishes in the last nine months than ever in Mm -hmm. our relationship. Maybe he could disagree. He's, he's done the dishes a lot and there's a lot of ways that he has stepped up to allow me and my energy, that capacity to go towards things that I really needed to prioritize, whether it was work at Alenco or I really want to work out or podcasting. So that spouse makes a huge difference. And whether that's acts of service or words of affirmation, he's definitely given me a lot of words of affirmation during some of my dark moments. Uh, I remember seeing a picture someone took is actually Paige. She took a picture when we were working out at a track mm-hmm. doing an outside workout. And it was the first time that I saw myself and I was like, Oh my gosh, I look huge. I look, I don't like at that point, I didn't really think I looked that pregnant. And then I saw yeah. this side profile and I was like, Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh. And, and it's like, it's okay. Right. But yeah. I needed someone to be like, Becky, you look like Tristan. Tristan does a great job. Like you look great. You're still fit. And you're supposed to be pregnant. Ash and my other friends, Lauren and Shia, they all do it too. They're like, you have a baby in there. You're like, I've gained 20 pounds. I'm like, good. <laughs> good. Good job. It's growing. Way to go. Aragon's getting bigger. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, so the spouse. And I also think it's important to recognize, um, yeah, not all spouses do the same stuff. But there are, like Tristan's been really fantastic and supportive, words of affirmation, stepping up in acts of service. And I know when this child comes, he says he's going to change the most diapers. I would like, I would like to keep a scoreboard and ensure that. <laughs> that but seems, I, I do that believe seems healthy. That yeah, seems like a great, very healthy. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so, I th- I really do think that that spouse makes a huge difference yeah. in that pregnancy journey. But then also, even postpartum, we'll see. Huh, I haven't experienced that yet. Um, but yes. So if you're a spouse out there, just know that. Your love and your actions, they do make a huge difference in that pregnant lady's mental health and how she's doing. And you're probably going to need to, yeah, you're going to probably have to do more than normal. Yeah. And we appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So those are, those are my biggest lessons learned about pregnancy. I I mean, last thing I'll throw out there just because I'm a fitness nerd is there's a lot of research about how much working out and staying active is actually good for your child, that it decreases both you and the child's chances of having uh, gestational diabetes. It actually decreases your child's uh, early on risk of childhood obesity. It speeds up their metabolism. So I think something else that I've learned because it's a passion of mine is working out is very healthy. Obviously you have to scale back. You can't do everything. You can't go full send and the heaviest weight. But I really think that's been a secret to me having a better pregnancy journey is staying healthy, continuing to try to eat somewhat normal mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and a good, good nutritious foods. That makes a huge difference in how I feel. Yeah. And so that's, that's my last nugget. When I first went to the, the hospital and for my first pregnancy appointment, I remember it was not a nurse. It was just like, I don't know what, I don't know what she was. She gave me a folder and talked to me about pregnant stuff. I don't know. I, she wasn't a nurse though. And she, in this folder, there's a sheet of paper that said exercise, you should always be able to talk. We suggest walking for 30 minutes, three times a week, three times a week. And I remember calling my sister and I was so pissed. Yeah. 
And I was like, this is so stupid. Yeah. And what I've learned is there are medical institutions that just, they have not updated mm-hmm. their, their guidelines when it comes to fitness as a pregnant lady. Yeah. And so I would just encourage people, whatever, when you go into pregnancy, if you're a marathon runner, you can probably still run for a long time. Yeah. And if you're a CrossFitter, you can probably still CrossFit. I've CrossFitted the whole time. Things have changed, but it still keeps me healthy and happy. And I think that's probably enabled me to, to have the, the good journey I have. So yeah, that's awesome. last, last little nugget. Yeah. <laughs> last little nugget. Well, thanks for sharing. I know I encouraged you to do this episode and I'm appreciative that you were willing to do it because I think we, we don't talk very often as a society about the ways that we differ from the norm. Um, and I know it can be hard to talk about, you know, when the general experience is not necessarily super positive mm-hmm. and your experience is positive, it can be difficult to talk about. And then kind of the swap of the things that most women do enjoy, you did not enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be hard to talk about, but I think normalizing that everyone has a different journey. And that's just it. Everyone has different feelings about things and just understanding that and expressing that is really helpful. So thanks for sharing on that. Absolutely. Excited to see you as a mother, even though it'll be quite the experience. I'm sure I'll have lots of jokes about it. Uh, Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait. Late nights, Becky's mind. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) Yes. Well, I, I would just say, without a doubt, bringing new life into the world is such a blessing and it's so cool. And for, for anyone out there who wants to have children, I think that's amazing. And hopefully, like Ash said, like this is me so transparent saying, hey, I never needed to do this. However, I'm sure just like how I never thought I'd get married, this is probably going to be life-changing and the coolest thing and a capacity of love I never knew I had. And I'm excited to talk about that after yeah. meeting the little dude mm-hmm. here in a few days. And uh We'll, we'll see how that journey goes. It could Labor be really delivery. terrible also. It could be. I mean, it could be both. Thanks for it that. It could be both Thanks for that. terrible <laughs> and wonderful. <laughs> it can't so be both know. at the same time. I'm the, I, I consider myself the voice of reason in your life sometimes. No, that is good. Once again, my positivity <laughs> sometimes needs to have reality. It might be and, real rough. <laughs> and you're going to get through it. It's going to be yes. fun. Yes. Cool. All right. We will have some more standalone episodes coming up. Excited to talk about new things with you. Thanks for joining us today. Talk to you next time. Bye.